I think a, a little tidbit I could put in here for anyone that's trying to juggle their business with being with their kids, you know, it can be really hard to tell a client that you do have an appointment scheduled already. And so I live and breathe by anything that I'm doing is an appointment. A hundred percent. If I'm is. with my kids, that's an appointment. If I'm with a client, that is an appointment also. Hey, I'm Bree. I'm Jen. And I'm Emily. We're going to talk about how crazy life can get while building a successful business and raising a young family. It may get messy. It's always messy. <laughs> but we're going to get real and talk about the highs and lows that come along with these different phases of motherhood. We hope you join in on the community that we're building of like-minded moms as we continue on our mission to find the balance. Hey everyone, welcome to The Balance. We're excited to be here with you today and kick off a new episode, bring you some new content. Today we're going to be spending time talking about leverage. And so when I think of leverage, I'm thinking of services or maybe actions, so that could be paid for or not paid for, to give you time back in your day. And this is a huge conversation for us all the time because we're always thinking about opportunity cost or how can we be more efficient? How can we give ourselves more time and then decide what we want to do with that time to give ourselves better time with our kids, but also a better business in the future. Yeah. So these are all things that we've maybe picked up throughout um, our careers or motherhood in general, starting from, you know, whenever we weren't working, we were working the kind of 50, 50 split. So we hope that there's something that you can take away that will apply to your situation. These are just kind of our top eight things that we do that give us time back or just more quality time, whether that being quality time with our work or quality time with our family. Um, but yeah, we hope that you guys can take something away and then maybe even let us know what you do and we can add it to our routine as well. Yeah, I would love that. I think it's it's getting um, kind of conversational in, in what works for all of us in this, like they said, in, in, in kind of the season of life. But what has... Um, not worked as well, <laughs> but we're going to try to stick to the magic eight. Yes. No, I think that's the most important, Jen, especially because leverage can be such a tricky thing, right? This is what we want to share with you because we are actively working to expand on a business and raise a family. And a lot of times that doesn't leave us a ton of time at home, although every day looks a little bit different. Um, I find that time, time blocking <laughs> works really well for that. Uh, and I think we can spend some time talking about what that really means in terms of time blocking. Cause I know for me, I didn't do it for a really long time. I thought I could memorize it all and keep it in my head until one day I couldn't. Absolutely. I think, I think we could all attest to how, when you don't time block, a lot becomes reactionary in this business and in life in general. So I think we would all echo that same sentiment. For for me, that is that has to come first and foremost, and it needs to be a consistent practice um, because everything else becomes a bit more seamless if you are consciously creating those time blocks and sticking with them. Um, consistency is obviously key. 
Absolutely. Well, and the word that comes to mind for me when I think of time blocking is being proactive. So when I decided I wanted to be proactive instead of reactionary, like you said, Jen, I uh, committed myself to sitting down every night and mapping out the next day. So that way I could already mentally prepare. Okay. How am I going to, how am I going to work in getting the kids ready before running off to these meetings? Well, now I know. So it could be different for everyone. Emily, I'm, I'm curious what you do, but for me personally, I live and breathe by my Apple calendar and my phone and most recently got persuaded to go for a passion planner which has been really great yeah I think we all hopped on that uh bus yeah our friend Holly had one and we were like we need we need that so that (laughs) um, that's been awesome um for me personally when it comes to time blocking I think the biggest thing that I didn't do at first when I started out in this career because I honestly didn't didn't think I could I didn't think it would be okay um to kind of step back from business in what is kind of considered the middle of the day. Um, But my worst time block was that like 3.30 to 5.30 when the kids got home from school, but my husband wasn't home yet. They're hungry. They want to be entertained. They've been at school all day. And I was still trying to work in those hours and it just wasn't, it wasn't working. I was not being a great mom. I was not being a great agent for my clients. And I figured out that if I just step back during those hours, wait and get through the dinner rush, And then allow my husband to kind of take over at night and I can jump back in in the evenings. That's what's really worked for us. It allows me to be present with my kids and not feel guilty because I know that I'm going to go back to it in the evening. Um, And it allows me to be present when I'm actually working because if we're being honest, nothing was getting done well in that two-hour block. No, so I think kind of the theme here is I think in order to have full presence both in your business and, you know, in family life, you need to be consistently, um, you know, time blocking whatever that activity is and not feeling guilty about it when you are fully present with your family versus your, versus your uh, business. And I think a a little tidbit I could put in here for anyone that's trying to juggle their business with being with their kids, you know, it can be really hard to tell a client that you do have an appointment scheduled already. And so I live and breathe by anything that I'm doing is an appointment. A hundred percent. If I'm with my kids, that's an appointment. If I'm with a client, that is an appointment also. So I think being really um, purposeful about how you're building out that schedule. The funny thing is I look back to when I started real estate at Keller Williams actually and in the first class of ignite is what they call it when you're training they're like you're going to time block and I remember in my head just totally passing that by like that's so fundamental that does not apply to me I'm not doing that (laughs) and now I do it every day so take it take it for how it works with you maybe with a grain of salt that's okay too Um, but I think it can really change the way you tackle each day if you already know what you're going to do yeah I think well another I guess another way you could kind of think and conceptualize time blocking is structuring your days or just being habitual with things you know I think what is the rule um if if you do something consistently for 21 days it becomes a habit so I think if your week is consistently and we all know we need to kind of pivot on a daily sometimes weekly basis but I think if the time blocking's there everything else can kind of fit around that you know I think what it we should build, uh, what do we call it, Brie? Um, uh, 
chaos hour. Oh, there everybody, it is. Yeah, everybody should build that into that time block, by the way. I wish you could have just seen me. Jen was looking at me like, what is it, Brie? I'm like, ah, I don't know. I hope it comes back to me. But yeah, yeah. chaos time is real. Um, and we touched on it a little bit, but those do not disturb hours are real too. If I, you, I was going to bring that up next and, yeah. and call Brie out because she is the best at this during that time block that she spends with her kids in the evenings. She puts her phone on do not disturb and um, I'm trying to get better about it. But it's so true because, you know, you have that time block. But I mean, if your phone rings, what are we all going to do? Look at it. And then it's going to be something that we feel like is a fire we have to put out quickly or just, oh, I'll just shoot a quick message back. But I think Bree's definitely the best about actually putting her phone on do not disturb or putting it away. And that's a goal of mine this year is to get better about that. And that only came through trial and error. I have, as you guys know from our introduction episode, three kids, three and under. So you can only try so (laughs) many times to do both at once until you realize it is a raging fire. So now what I do is I'm really intentional about setting those expectations with my clients on the front end. Hey, every single day from 4 to 7.30, I am off the clock. Now, of course, there's times we make exceptions, right? There's times when I have to book an appointment because that's when that client's in town. But I really do my absolute best to stick by that because my thought process is I have all these hours in the day. So if I'm leveraging these eight things we're going to talk about now, then I have enough time while my kids are at daycare to get all of that done. Yeah, you're way more effective just overall. But Bree, that is one of the first lessons I think you taught both of us. And at the beginning, I felt as though I had to answer every call and every email um, as soon as possible. And I think once I gave myself permission to actually, you know, set that time aside, um, barring that there, there were any significant fires that needed to be put out, I think that was one of the greatest gifts I gave back to myself and my family. Um, and in, in our business, I feel yeah. like, cause when you are present with your business, you know, with your clients and your business, um, the, the whole experience is just way better. We wanted to interrupt this episode of the Balance Podcast to give a shout out to our sponsor, the Posette Group. The Posette Group is a team of top producing agents in the Central Florida area. So if you're looking to buy or sell, please feel free to reach out. You can email us at info at or find us on YouTube. Search Ken Posette. Well, let me put something else into perspective out there because we don't necessarily talk about the other side of things, but when I'm on an appointment with my clients, I also put my phone on do not disturb, right. you know, showing them that no matter when the phone rings, it could be anything, right? Whether it's an email or social media, it comes up and you're like, oh, let me just send this quick message. But when you find yourself in that moment, you want to show them that you're also 100% present for them. So that's why I, I think it is a valuable tool for leverage. It may not be something you think of to give you your time back. But if the goal is to be 100% present at home and with your clients, that's a good way to do it. 100%. I just think you'll live life in a less reactionary state. For sure. And I think that those two things um, have a lot to do with how we leverage our working time. And I think the last thing that I know we all agree on is we leverage um, our TC. We all have the same TC, Lexi. Lexi, She's (laughs) a godsend. Um, But she she is able to help us out. And I think taking advantage of that is a huge step for all of us, allowing her to take some of those things off of our plate. And she's always happy to do it. She's amazing. Um, so just shooting her a text, hey, hey, Lex, can you do this? Can you reach out to this person? Um, those sorts of things that does give us that time back because there was a point whenever I would try and do it all. And I was, you know, 
trying to get to Wi-Fi so I could send out an addendum or whatnot, but just being able to to shoot her a message and ask her to do it, I think takes so much off of our plate. And I know not everybody has that, but if you're in your, a point in your career where you're struggling, um, maybe finding somebody like an assistant or a TC or yeah, something. Yeah, I was going to say, so just for those of you that don't know, because I probably wouldn't have before I got into this business, a TC is a transaction coordinator in our business. Um, and I think we have all leaned in tremendously to Lexi. Um, and it just, uh, it's, it's an amazing partnership, really. And so whether in your life that is a TC or that is a personal assistant or, hey, that's a, that's a share with a friend where, you know, you guys kind of provide some mental space to the other, um, you know, whatever that picture looks like there is a person that can provide that function in your life. I guarantee it. I 100% agree. And obviously that pivoted us from a a task, right? That gives you leverage versus a paid service. Uh And that's really important. I think um, a transaction coordinator or a partnership, like you said, Jen, is the exact way like that I would label it. Lexi and I, or Lexi and Emily and Jen are partners. And so if you're a single agent or, or maybe you're on a team or you own a business even outside of the real estate realm, you can give that to yourself too. And I would encourage you to budget for it and yeah. realize how much time will it give you back to actually go out there and contribute more sales right. or get new, business. get new business, right? Yes, it's an up upfront cost that requires commitment, but it's going to give you so much more in the long run. So for you, that could be an admin. It could be a virtual assistant. It could be some of the things that Jen mentioned, um, but definitely the gratitude we have for Lexi is leaps and bounds beyond leaps and bounds beyond what I think we could even convey today. So definitely consider that. Maybe that would work for your business as well. Yeah, no, um, I I totally, we all love Lexi and I don't think any of us could do what we do without her. Um, And I think that all of those things that we've touched on so far are great at work, but I think it's really what we do to leverage our time at home with our family in the house that has given us enough time back where we can grow our businesses to the level that we have yeah. Um, and I think some of those things took a big leap at first and some just took time and planning. And I think we should all hit on our favorite first and I'll start. Mine is the nightly tidy. Um, I know that we all do it now, but cleaning up the kitchen, packing lunches the night before, getting things set, you know, laying out clothes for the little ones. It just makes your morning 10 times less hectic for some reason whenever you wake up and all that stuff is done and you can just pull the lunch boxes out of the refrigerator, stick the freezer pack in and be on your way. Um, I think that that is definitely my number one that sets me up for a successful day. Yeah, I, I cannot underestimate kind of just having that nightly tidy. So for, for me, it's making sure that coffee is set to come on first thing in the morning because I am, you know, very habitual in my morning routine. So well, what uh, about your island and your beds? Oh yeah. So this is, I love this complete, um, well, I guess we're sharing. So for me, it's always been kind of a hang up of mine that, you know, if certain things are done, um, and uh, consistently done, then I feel as though I'm kind of in control, no matter how much may go off the rails with, you know, an early morning tantrum or whatever the, the case may be. Um, if I can keep my kitchen island, which you can see through in my entire house, we have an open, you know, floor plan. Um, if it is clear, and that actually goes for how I start my day and how I end my day. 
that and if all my beds are made, which I know not everybody is nearly as hung up on. My but beds if, are never made. No, so see, that would totally. Mine either. That would really, I don't know what the word is. but cause like a havoc on your day. <laughs> These guys tease me all the time. But for me, it's kind of that illusion of I've, I've got total control. If those, you know, but I think yeah. it comes back to habits and that's been a you know those two things have been a habit and a, and a kind of a mindset for me you know for whether that's flawed or not I don't know guys but it's never gonna change I agree know? with the uh, kitchen island thing I am that way too I have a pile in my front dining room of Christmas and birthday presents <laughs> that are it's literally it's out, of sight, out of mind yeah but like if you ask me right now if my house is clean I would say absolutely because my kitchen, kitchen counters are cleared <laughs> off you know, another place I just thought of when we were sitting here, if you have a two-story home, another place that makes me crazy is the stairs. Yep. You know, no, those are not like a land. That is not your backpack rack, you know. <laughs> but again, it all comes back to what, you know, makes you feel as though you're driving the ship, not the other way around. Because there's many days where it will feel like your kids are driving the ship. Um, so getting back to that, I think... Just to summarize, it is that nightly consistent routine of whether it's packing lunches, setting the coffee maker, um, getting that kitchen island clear, you know, I do think it sets you up also for the next morning because all of us that kind of, you know, well, again, we have kiddos right from infant stage right up to 11. I promise you, not every morning is going to be like gravy you no, know not at so all. if you do, for me I have a, an actual buffer time in my morning so that if that happens I'm I'm much more equipped to deal with it so, I, yeah. I love that well and then I think the nightly tidy is it's just such a great concept because whether you're doing it at night or um you know, before the kids get home for the day, I think it's just resetting your space is, so that you yeah. can focus and be present. Cause I know there's plenty of times having young kids where they're eating dinner and I'm running around trying to do the dishes and clean the counters. So now I've pivoted that. Okay. I can leave it dirty while they're eating, yeah. but once I do get them to bed, let's clean it up, give myself some head space again, just trying to be proactive. So that way, when I wake up the next morning, I can actually enjoy that time instead of, uh, you know, being the demander like yeah just exactly. get out the door exactly that's uh, not what any of us want I don't think want to be remembered by no <laughs> no not at all so it, gi it gives me my sanity and we can actually approach the morning calmly um but Emily mentioned you know talking through our favorite at home pieces of leverage hers is the nightly tidy which we all do my favorite and by far most used probably on this entire list would be grocery delivery Yes, the queen of Kroger over here, guys. <laughs> Don't even get Bree will be sponsored by <laughs> Kroger one day. <laughs> Give it a couple weeks of the balance being launched, and I have no doubt we'll make that <laughs> partnership happen. And the background behind that, guys, just so you know, is uh, I've been using Instacart for years. I live like a stone's throw away from a Publix, so I could walk there, but I was doing Instacart anyways. And it was fantastic. Saved me a lot of time. Until I realized just like how much I was racking up with Instacart. So I switched to Kroger, which is kind of a new concept for Florida. They it just is, opened yep. up this massive warehouse in Groveland. So anyone can order. It'll be delivered. Um, anyways, I now get fuel points. I get free delivery. There's no tipping. It's all the same brands as Publix. I mean, I could go on all day. I mean, <laughs> it, the cost savings alone, Brie, I, I think... You know, you want to know the next drilling. step of that? Yeah, what is get, that now? Get a credit card 
okay? Oh, yeah. That has four times points on grocery. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I really, I really thought this through. Next level. That can be the next episode, but so grocery delivery. Let let me just talk about that. So yeah, so I have time where I I can go throughout the day, or maybe I do it the day before because you it is next day delivery with Kroger, um, and I just build out that list. So it's a lot of like meal prepping and groceries at once. It brings you right to the doorstep, and then obviously you can just bring it inside and put away. When I I couldn't even quantify a number. Of oh, how many sure. hours that saves me from mm-hmm. driving to the store, driving back, and spending time in the store. So I found that's efficient for me. I know some people like time in the store, um, but when I look at like how much that's actually given back to either focus on the kids or be spend more time at business, then I would say it's ranking very high. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I am a very, I think you are too, Em. I'm a big, you know, target pickup mm-hmm. girl. Yep. And we do target pickup yeah. every day. Yeah. <laughs> and I would attest that not only does that save me huge chunks of time, but it saves me huge amounts of money because if you know, you know that yeah. a trip to Target <laughs> physically Stepping foot through those doors yes. is going to mean like dollar signs. Well, I think so. it's the grocery store too, right? Because you get caught up with like, oh, maybe I will home cook a meal yeah. every <laughs> night this week. So I'm going to go pick up all the fresh produce. So with grocery yeah. delivery, whatever the service is, I'm just very like, I have my meal plan you and my do, list yeah. already mapped out. And uh, I think it, it can be super helpful. And I think a bigger piece of that, too, is the fact that you are not grocery shopping with children. Because let's be honest, I'm not going to use Ugh. my kid free hours to stroll Publix. No. Um, just because we we have so much to get done with work. So then I was picking up the kids from school and then taking my tired, hungry kids into Publix. No. And that costs you a fortune because you'll do anything just to keep to them <laughs> quiet, right? Yeah. Um, we bought we bought Bree's youngest, Blakely, a number two tie-dye candle at Publix the other day just because... Well, my I youngest mean, wouldn't let coming. it go, yep. and yeah, we're a year and what nine months away, away from, from that, that party. About planning, but we have a candle. <laughs> yeah, so it's just little things like that, you know, the face juice and the snacks and all the little. Oh, things. the juice. Okay, you just. <laughs> I haven't been in a grocery store in so long. It's the juice the that I can juice. never get out. Yeah, and it's like three dollars each, and you have three kids, and so you're spending ten dollars on juice. And I'm like, well, there's my delivery fee. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, one way I got around that. I'm just thinking this is this is kind of simplifying it but if heaven forbid <laughs> you are doing these grocery runs with kiddos guys you just maybe they're not quite at the age yet especially for you Bree but I promised them the treat at the end and yeah but it's still a treat so it. then you're still I guess. you still have to spend the money and, yeah, and argue with them the whole time you're in the store about yeah. what they're yeah fair enough and fair I mean enough. I'm sure that there's other people that are much better parents than me that don't <laughs> deal with that but I mean uh, yeah. But this is the reality. We said we were going to get super real. So <laughs> yeah, there you go. exactly. I'm the one negotiating in public with my children. <laughs> 100%. Let's just say, though, uh, Brie, again, you just hit the nail on the head. Guys, we never promised um, perfection. We promised uh, authenticity. So, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, well keep and the, the authentic part of this is that while I could probably make time, there's no efficient way for me to get in and out of a grocery store. No, so right. I'm going to utilize grocery delivery. And I mean, that goes as far as Uber Eats and Grubhub and stuff too, right? Some nights you're not going to cook uh-uh. a homemade meal and you forgot to order it 
on the grocery list. So, right. So uh, hitting, hitting kind of a little piece of, of this, it kind of coincides with utilizing, uh, you know, services like grocery delivery, um, or, you know, Uber Eats, um, or any of the numerous options like DoorDash. Um, like it was huge for me to actually, you know, take that time on Sunday. So whereas we take our nightly time to kind of plan our next day, take the time on Sunday to map out your family schedule with your work schedule. And, you know, what nights are we just going to afford? We're going to go out to eat that night because I literally have, you know, 10 minutes in between this practice and that practice. So we're going to Well, go. Jen is in a whole different phase of, I mean, I know yeah. Emily's kids are very They're much touching there. on sports, but Jen's kids are in the thick of the sports life. So that's a totally different scenario yeah, because you sure. have all of this juggling and uh, you're the chauffeur, you're the carpool queen. 100%. <laughs> so you got to get them back and forth between everything. Now that I think is a perfect example of when you should just order food. Yeah, just give up, yeah. guys. I Check mean, the yeah. <laughs> Chick-fil-A is another one I feel like we should kind of have a partnership <laughs> with. That or Chipotle. That's yeah. that's our delivery that we love. Um, but so, Jen, you know, we're looking at home services, right? Things that we pay for. Maybe we didn't always do that. But what what's your favorite that would follow oh, those two? Without a doubt, I think, I think you guys could guess this. Um, and it was something I did not um, allow myself for a period of time. But having a cleaning service to to do the the deep clean obviously we're doing that you know nightly tidy but we all know that you know when you have kids things get things need some attention well it's just that it's a tidy right yep for sure. So for me, it's that deep clean stuff that drives me crazy. Uh, you know, whether, whether you, you, uh, I'm, I'm fumbling all over my words, but whether you utilize that service once a week, you know, every two weeks, um, it is something that once I actually, you know, went ahead and tried, uh, you know, Can't I guess, go back. no, I'll just have to keep selling houses. Well, <laughs> if, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, okay, there's no way that I'm going to budget for a cleaning service. I was you yeah. just six months ago. Yeah, Emily, and, refused. <laughs> Emily and Jen both had a cleaning service. I'm like, that sounds great, but you guys are out of your mind. <laughs> no. Okay. Kids are expensive and I'm not spending any more money. Um, but what, you know, my, <laughs> my husband and I, I love him to death, but we were just running into this constant battle yes. of like stuff needing to be done. And we're both pouring so much into our kids, into our careers. When was the deep cleaning going to happen? So it's just getting neglected. So finally I jumped on that bus every week. So thankful for cleaning service. I'll never go back. But if you're listening to this, like, how do I justify this? So I think about the time that this service is at my house. So it's three hours a week. That's 12 hours a month that I now have more time to go work, get new business. We've talked about before that um, would be far above the cost of just a cleaning service, right? So you have to look at that opportunity cost and how you leverage these services because it's a way better use of my time to go work and connect with clients than it is to clean. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And if you add up, you know, what, 12 hours a month, you said? 12 hours a month. So that's what, 144 hours a year? A year. Like, we can get a few deals with that, I think. Sure. I I think, yeah. (laughs) No, I know. (laughs) That makes it totally worth it. So um, I I agree. That is definitely my most loved paid service. Um, Well, and it's all about being a forward thinker, right? Because if I was just 
continuing to be caught up on the cost, I would have never got there. But when you quantify that, I'm like, wow, that is a lot of time. So, so what was mm-hmm. the breaking point, Brie? Like what? Do you want to ask me or Paul? Yeah. Maybe I was just gonna say. Sometimes no, it's having, <laughs> Sometimes it's about having that type A person. Um, and who's who? Who is is the task gonna rest with? Right. So I think. Well, that's you it. would attest to the fact that that actually took a bit of tension yes, out of no, your overall it, it dynamic was, at home. Like, yeah, let me tell you some leverage for relationships as well. A cleaning <laughs> service. Yeah. You know? But it was it's really great. And so I maybe that's um, ha- not something you've thought about, but I think about it that way, right? It's, it's all about the time you get back and then how you can use that a little bit better. That could go for other things too. We have a lawn service. I know that's pretty yeah. typical for most people. If you have a pool, maybe you have a pool service. Right. Um, and then also a big one for me would be um, like mobile car detailing or a membership at your local car wash. Yeah, so then that sure. way you're not the one standing out there with a bubble bucket, you know, and yeah. a scrub brush. <laughs> and your kids screaming. Well, I mean, yeah. no, actually, in your case, probably for both of you, um, your kids would want to help. And oh, and help. then it would make it 10 times worse. <laughs> yeah. Even yeah. worse. I'm like, I appreciate that, buddy, but maybe not today. No. Um, uh, well, and you know, for us, the, the reason I bring up the cars, maybe you're in a similar business if you're listening to this, but... Our clients don't necessarily ride in our cars, but it's really not a good first impression if I'm opening the car door <laughs> and trash and bottles and sippy Gold cups are falling, falling out. out. <laughs> yeah. And that has happened before. So oh, I, sure. I made a pact to myself. Don't ever do that again. Just clean your car <laughs> once a week. And I'm sure you guys have been in the situation where you like pull up to an appointment. Your clients are like hop out of their car and like walk right up to your window. And you're like, oh, my God, please don't look in my car. I have a client that I, I highly believe will listen to our podcast. And I hope they're listening to this because we were out in um, like Nona. Same thing. My car was a wreck. Yeah. And they walked up to the window just wanting to talk, which is a really normal thing to do until I could only crack my window like two <laughs> inches. <laughs> I'm, I'm like peeking my neck up there. I'm like, hey, um, I'll talk to you in just a minute. I got to get out of this car. So yeah, highly recommend spending some time there. Okay, guys. So this is where the age difference comes in. And it's hilarious to me because what I would probably do, I mean, Brie is still, you know, so savvy about this. I would probably go ahead and make fun of myself. (laughs) in that situation I get embarrassed because and sometimes like, there's like Chick-fil-a cups and like the know. whole thing well, like, and how, I'm like, how many um, times did you eat out today I'm like that's from like the last 10 days you want to know no a, judgment. a really cool trick one of my very best friends and she will be listening as well but she actually keeps I can't, I can't break down and do it but she actually keeps a trash can but it's the cups you can't throw like the cup of lemonade that still has lemonade away. I, I think I'm going to reveal how type a my husband is because he has a trash can in his truck too and it works well for him I haven't got to that point yet either maybe no. that's my next step yeah, I mean, she has one who, you know, without fail, always gets motion sickness, and maybe that's mm. how it started. But yeah. I'm, t- I'm telling you, it, it, it keeps things contained for her. Again, I haven't been able to do. I it feel yet. like you would need like a full size trash can. <laughs> yeah, it is though. It's, it's like, like one of those, you know, because I've seen the know. cute little car one that would be great for like a tissue. But I'm like, this is not the kind of mess we're no, no, dealing no. with in my car. Oh, no, we're talking like plastic. I don't know what you'd call it. Okay. Maybe a ten like gallon a situation. I'm like, I am not putting that in my (laughs) (laughs) But she's always prepared. 
So that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe that's next for me. So funny. Well, I mean, so so far we've we've hit the um, obviously time blocking. Do not disturb in our transaction coordinator. Lexi probably never thought she'd be featured on a mom podcast <laughs> um, until she met us. Yeah, <laughs> paid home services, nightly tidy, and grocery delivery. That really leaves us with number eight. Child care. Bingo. Okay. But so there's a lot to unpack here, yeah, right? Because you say childcare, and I, I hear people screaming at us through the podcast. Yeah. yeah, no. So here's the thing. Childcare can take on how many forms, would you guys say? I mean, that, co- that a encompasses million. a ton. Yeah. And depending on the stage you're in, obviously, that, that picture looks different. Um, for me, obviously, my kiddos are older. So I, you know, ch- childcare kind of would encompass things like, um, carpooling and maybe tutoring or, you know, homework buddies or, or whatever the case may be. Um, but I, I'd say for the girls, um, we have a very different picture. So I think, again, it is about, is it's about kind of unpacking what is going on in our season of life, but it encompasses a ton. Wouldn't you say, Brie? I would say so. Yeah. So obviously three kids, three and under all three of them, actually go to daycare Blakely not uh, only one day a week at this point right because she's so much younger but the boys go Monday through Thursday and that was a big commitment you yeah, know you think sure. not only um, time wise no one wants to separate from their kids that was a big step to say okay my business is at the point where I need to do that mm-hmm. but also financial commitment um, and it just went back to Emily and I were having this conversation this morning because um, we're you know, I'm obviously going through the thick of it now with how, how to juggle it with a five-month-old. And it's, I want to be 100% present for my clients, 100% present for my kids. And the best way to do that is separate business from home life. Mm-hmm. So um, obviously, I learned to justify the cost by the same way with the home uh, cleaning service, right? Yeah, it's for how sure. many hours do you get back where you can actually go generate more business to offset that cost? Um, so daycares worked really, really well for my boys. I cannot express how grateful I am for that because there's nothing you want more than to trust the person or the family or the facility that you're leaving your children with because I feel like they they are a part of raising them just as oh, much as we for are sure I, I mean I feel the same way just about you know and this is obviously not child care per se but once kids get to be school age you know um, those people are spending eight hours a day with your kids right so you hope and pray that that the influence is positive Absolutely. so um M Yes. You've got now, <laughs> like, some that are not fully f- fledged in Yeah, school you're right in the middle. Yeah. I, yeah, I kind of have the best of both worlds. I don't really have to pay for s- all of my kids' schooling, which is You probably great. feel like you got a raise. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially next year when Berkeley hits is, BPK. Yeah, for sure. Um, But, no, so I have two in elementary, and then Berkeley goes to, like, a little local church school. She goes nine to one, and then um, I pay for aftercare three days a week for her. Um, I started all my kids in childcare when they turned one and looking back, I wish I would have done it sooner because I juggled working and having a baby with me for that first year. The first four months were great. The first, you know, cause the baby sleeps cause they sleep Uh the whole time. Um, the few months after that was okay. And then it was that like seven to eight months until they were a year that was not okay. No. And <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I, I didn't do anything well. You know, I, I didn't feel like I was being a good mom during that time because it was always just here, sit here and be happy so I can get this done real quick before we have right. to go pick up the big kids. And, yeah. and looking back, I should have just 
used some sort of service, whether that was grandparents or a sitter yeah, or that a daycare. Is a like you there's just, yeah, right. you just hit the nail on the head there because you know a lot of you are lucky enough to have extended family, and um, if you're not, I pray you're lucky enough to have you know friends that are, that are like family. And I think leaning into that in situations where maybe cost is an issue, you know, um, I have a girlfriend where we kind of you know, when we, my kids were a little younger, we used to kind of trade off, you know, um, and that can be huge too, if you don't have family, but I, I'm always a little envious because we don't have family right here in Orlando, but yeah. there, there are ways to do it, um, with friends as well. Absolutely. And I think the encouragement that we could offer you today is it is such a big decision to decide. Let me back up. It's a big, um, step to admit that you need help. Right. Because as a mom, we want Mm -hmm. to do everything. And number two, it's a big decision to decide, Okay, I'm going to do this. So I would start doing your research early if this is something you're interested in, no matter how old your child is, because maybe they are school age, but you need a sitter in the evenings or on the weekends. Right. Um, And then just figure out how that works best for your family. And I, I think it can be really powerful. And it's all about just not being spread too thin. Yeah, yeah well, we're going to unpack that topic. That'll be a whole, well. that'll be a whole other episode, right? For sure. But Emily made a great point. You're trying to do both. It gets to the point where it's it's so much to handle. How do I do that? And uh, I just did that three times in the last three years. Yeah. So it was like a trial and error with each child, right? Yep. Um, and I found that giving myself permission made me a better mom. Well, yeah. I was going to say from the outside looking in, people are like, oh my gosh, she, she's doing it all. She's working with kids and X, Y, Z. But then... From the inside, it's like, well, you feel like you're I'm drowning. not doing anything well, you yeah, know. You feel like you're drowning. Right. Another big topic we'll unpack, guys, yeah, is mom, so. ever-present mom guilt. Right. Um, yeah. So, so obviously, you guys can see that we um, we use uh, these eight are kind of our top favorite, favorite uh, tools for leverage. Um, but I really think that we all have a lot more at our fingertips. So it's how we can really um, take advantage of of some of those things to give ourselves back the time to excel in our businesses, be the very best moms we can be, um, but also show up for ourselves. So. Yeah, and uh, that'll be an episode in itself, uh-huh. right? We've got <laughs> lots coming. I would love as we share this episode and share teasers on our social media, if you can also let us know what you like to leverage because we're all different and in different seasons of life as we yeah. love to touch on. So I'd love to hear what's working for you. And of course, if you loved what you heard today and would like more from us here at The Balance, we'd love if you could leave us a review, share some love, and then that way we can continue to bring you great content every week. Yes. Thank you guys for tuning in. We appreciate you. Have an awesome week. Bye. Bye. Bye.